0: A message from Aura. Republican lawmakers up for re-election in Pennsylvania filed articles of impeachment last week against Philadelphia's progressive district attorney, saying that he was responsible for an increase in crime. In the state Senate race, the Republican nominee, Mehmed Oz, has attacked his opponent, John Fetterman, for encouraging state officials to release more prisoners. The Republicans' approach in Pennsylvania reflects their party's embrace of crime as a top issue in many midterm elections. Republicans have demanded solutions to crime increases, and they have criticized Democrats for supporting major changes to criminal justice policy in recent years, claiming that they fueled swelling crime rates. As is typical in political campaigns, nuance is getting lost. Critics of the reform efforts have distorted the picture. No statistical link exists between, for example, progressive prosecutors and crime. Yet many Democrats, wary of being labeled weak on the issue, have remained quiet or criticized even successful changes to the legal system. And there have been achievements. Understanding them can give you a fuller grasp of crime in the US right now than you might hear in debates or television ads in the run-up to next week's elections. I want to explain one such shift that has gotten little attention, slowly, the American criminal justice system has become more equitable. The racial gap among inmates in state prisons has fallen 40% since 2000, fueled by a large decrease in black imprisonment rates, according to a new report by the Council on Criminal Justice, a think tank. Finding the right balance between public safety and human dignity animated many of the criminal justice policies enacted in the U.S. over the past couple of decades. The decline in racial disparities is a remarkable reversal of policies now widely seen as unfairly punishing black people. It's a tremendous drop, said Thaddeus Johnson, one of the report's authors. Why did inequities in prison rates shrink? The decrease was the result of a decades-long effort to reduce what critics call mass incarceration. That is their term for the harsher sentencing laws passed in response to a crime increase that began in the 1960s, which made the US one of the world's biggest incarcerators. Black communities were disproportionately affected and in some cases targeted by law enforcement, as the Justice Department has found in Ferguson, Missouri, in Baltimore and elsewhere. By 2000, black adults were locked up in state prisons at 8.2 times the rate of white Americans after accounting for population. Eventually, the high costs of incarceration and the racial disparities prompted activists from across the political spectrum to push for a rollback of the toughest punishments. Bit by bit, lawmakers obliged, reducing penalties, mainly for nonviolent crimes. As those changes took effect, incarceration rates dropped. Since black Americans were more likely to be imprisoned, they benefited the most. Rates of arrest and imprisonment for black Americans fell sharply, the Council on Criminal Justice analysis found. White arrests also fell, but by less. And the rate of white offenders being sent to prison actually increased. Racial gaps remain in the justice system. Black adults are imprisoned at 4.9 times the rate of white adults. Black people, on average, spend more time in prison, an imbalance that is growing. The trends expose the limits of sentencing policy changes so far. State facilities hold around 90% of US prisoners, and most of those inmates are in for violent offenses. So a majority of American prisoners see little, if any, benefit from leniency focused on nonviolent crime. The remaining racial gaps in imprisonment are not solely driven by racial bias in enforcement, but also by higher crime rates in black communities, the Council on Criminal Justice concluded. It's not that black communities are broken or that black people are more inherently violent, Johnson said. But long-term neglect of black communities has led to social and economic imbalances." and violent offending, Johnson argued, is the nexus where all the other disparities, all the other gaps meet. Those problems go beyond the scope of the changes to the criminal justice system so far. But the midterm campaigns suggest there may not be an appetite for doing more, despite the strides toward equity. Governor Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams, his Democratic opponent, clashed over abortion and public health in Georgia's final debate for governor. The Supreme Court will hear arguments today on admissions policies at Harvard and at the University of North Carolina, cases that could determine the future of affirmative action. Republicans had spent more than a decade making Speaker Nancy Pelosi a top target for threats before her husband, Paul, was attacked last week. Some voters in battleground states want Republicans to take back the Senate but prefer Democratic nominees, according to a times siena poll. Hasidic Jews in New York reliably vote Democratic, but increased oversight of the group's schools is testing its political commitments. World Series Travels East The third game is set for tonight in Philadelphia, which hasn't hosted a World Series matchup since 2009. The Phillies have a chance to clinch at home if they win the next three games, but need better pitching if they want to claim the title. If you go trick-or-treating tonight for Halloween, odds are you'll come across a 12-foot skeleton. Don't be afraid, it's probably just skelly. The towering Halloween decoration became a hit in 2020, on TikTok, videos tagged hashtag 12th skeleton have more than 70 million views, and two years later, shoppers are still racing from store to store trying to find one. Starry Tadeo, a New Jersey resident, spent two years looking for a skelly before she bought one that she put up in her front yard. But looking through the decorations has become a seasonal activity for her family, it's free entertainment. You received this email because you signed up for the morning newsletter from the New York Times or as part of your New York Times account. The New York Times Company. 620 8th Avenue, New York, New York, 10018.